When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you think radio's dead or will be soon? I think there's always going to be a need for uh, a medium like this. Why? I think that uh, uh, until cars drive themselves, until people don't need their hands on a wheel, they're going to want audio entertainment in their cars. But what about uh, streaming now? Cars are getting streaming. Yeah, I think it's... Satellite radio. I think it's going to be talk radio. I think it's going to be... You have a choice. You have to decide whether you want to listen to music or you want to listen to talk right it's now. It's going to get that fragmented. It's it's no longer I want a bit of talk and then a bit of music and then a, uh, a a bit of news and then a bit of music and then a bit of talk and then a bit of this. I think it's you want news, so you go to news. You want music, you're going to go to music. You want talk, go to a podcast. Really? It's my vision for the so, future. So like the, the radio is like a variety show. The variety show of the old days like the Carol Burnett show. Yes, exactly. Where yes. you get some comedy, you get some music and that that is no longer a viable I think for now it's great. I just think in the future it's going to become fragmented. Yeah. It's how long do we have? Uh, well, I I'm think- here in two years before radio is toast. Really? Yeah. And that comes from some pretty big executive type people. I was going to say we got about 10 years. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I'd hope for. But they were saying that radio was going to die with the advent of cassettes, right? Because people used to steal music from radio on tape all the time Mm -hmm. and you could play a cassette in your car right you could play an eight track in your car uh and radio didn't die um and then videos came along radio didn't die uh ironically radio is doing better than television right now right um radio still hasn't died if you look at and there's a lot of different reports out there that suggest that radio is thriving today well, we're at Canadian Music Week this week, and there's been a lot of, uh, I've taken in a lot of these presentations, and the statistics, and I said this on a previous podcast, people are still listening to radio. Yeah. Lots of people, but what's killing us is the advertising dollars. There are cheaper and easier ways to get your message out. And well, I think, now you're talking about Facebook and, and- Yeah, like, I mean, for the podcast here, you know, I spend, uh, to make sure that the, the episode gets shared on Facebook, I spend $5 for a Facebook ad. That's all I need to get the message out. That's it. Do you think that people like the Facebook advertising or do they just zip past it? I think that it becomes, it just actually, it doesn't come up as an ad. It comes up in as their a post. feed. As just as a post that yeah. they see. But is it an annoyance? Like once people I start- hope not. Because <laughs> I'm spending money. I don't want to anno- spend money to annoy people. But you see, that's the thing, right? Like I'm wondering if- it's becoming an annoyance, like when they added commercials to the beginning of uh, movie trailers, yeah. right? I thought, I've paid 40 bucks to be here tonight to watch commercials. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, really? Um, commercials on radio are a given. They are, people expect that, and so they don't get as angry as when some f- new form of advertising, 
like comes up like on Facebook for example you're seeing a sponsored ad and you go okay fine I saw it once but then you see it again 25 30 times it's eventually you can shut that ad off and that's what a lot of people I find will do because it's just another form of uh, blitzing their senses yeah. with more advertising. There's more and more nowadays too. Like I mean, it's just coming at you left, right, and center. Sure. Yeah. So when you get this advertising now on your social media, your fa- your favorite place in the world, like Facebook, <laughs> it, it sours your outlook a little bit, maybe, yeah. or maybe you just kind of start taking it as as the new normal. But then that gives radio a fighting chance again for advertising dollars. I think the more that YouTube has ads before the YouTube videos, the more Spotify has ads, the more, you know, all the other mediums start tried on the internet or streaming or online or whatever start to try and monetize it with ads. Yeah. It levels the playing field. Yeah, but because up until now the internet's been wild west. You know, I mean, you're right. You know, it's just been a lot of free content, whether it's downloading illegally or whatever. Yeah. But here's the thing about those ads on YouTube and Spotify. Does anybody watch them? Are, are you one of the guys? Skip, 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 skip. Well, I mean, you can click past this ad in five seconds. You're damn right I'm going to click past this ad in five. I'm not watching this ad. Why, why would I watch this if you're going to let me skip past it? But those five <laughs> seconds, they'll probably still have the logo. You'll still get a five-second ad. Maybe, but I, I, who cares? With all of this advertising out there on the YouTube and on the internet and blah, 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 radio will never die. Never die. It just can't. It's, radio could kill itself. I mean, and the the reason that radio will kill itself is because of voice tracking and automation, right? It will never kill, like, nothing else can kill radio. In itself, it is a unique medium. It's an immediate medium. I mean, TV cannot be uh, immediate like that. Uh, As long as there's someone in the building to be immediate about it. Right. And we get that news of, hey, there's a deer crossing Young Street. What? There's a turkey on Highway 15. (laughs) Right? Yeah. TV can't do that. Even the internet can't do that. Immediately, right now. Radio is the only medium that can. And I think that's why it's never going to go away. But radio executives can kill it by not allowing live radio 24-7. And I thought there was a push a couple years ago to make to go back to the way it used to be. Then I they, think that's dead. Yeah, I think so, and too. And it's sad. It's yeah. sad, man. I Because radio's fun. It's fun for us, and I think it's fun for... I hope it's fun for people on the other side of the box, yeah, too, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what we're all about, man. That's why. Canadian Music Week going on. You sat with some of those executives last night at yep, dinner. I did. Uh, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a big schmooze fest. That but there was... was there was awards going on. It was Andy oh. Kim had a long-winded speech, uh, and Burton Cummings told you to fuck off. Well, <laughs> it wasn't exactly that. It was... <laughs> Hey, fuck you. <laughs> There's a story. Burton and I have got a very long relationship. Shadows from Winnipeg. Yeah. Born and raised. Burton also from Winnipeg. Yeah. Burton is significantly older than I am. Like 20 years. Maybe more. No, about 20 years. And uh, we first met in 1992. And at this time, Burton was trying to make amends with his home city. He, uh, he had had something he'd said in the media, really pissed off the people of the Soured city. Soured people. Yeah. And so whenever he came to town to visit his mother, uh, he, w- he wasn't received warmly. We'll put it to you like that. And so in 1992, for whatever reason, he decided he wanted to try and turn that around. And he was going to do it through radio. Right, that was the quickest way to get to a, a large group of people and tell his story. 
right? And so uh, he came on our show, and we 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 put a piano into the control board, and he was able to play and sing uh, and tell stories, and that's what he did uh, every week for two or three months. And so in that time, Burton and I developed this really cool kind of relationship. But he's a funny guy, <laughs> in that when he drinks. He, he turns into a character called Black Bert. He becomes very uh, uh, verbally abusive to anybody. So last night he'd been drinking. I went over to say hello and it didn't work out so well. Maybe I'd walked into an awful circumstance. Maybe he was having a fight or he was doing, I don't know exactly what it was. Maybe I commented on his hairstyle. <laughs> it was a little different looking last night than it normally looks um he's combing it forward for some reason anyway um it, it just it didn't go down very well and instead of making a thing out of it like i have in the past and and he and i have had go-rounds in the past very loud awful arguments and verbal abuse coming from the both of us let's face it you're not going to take that stuff sitting down <laughs> <laughs> right, no matter who it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just kind of turned away at that point. Yeah. Because why? Why, in front of all these people, do you want to get into a fight with this guy? No, no, no. I would love to have seen a, a Winnipeg beef settled at Canadian Music Week in Toronto. Yeah. Set up a ring. <laughs> well, it's not even a beef. It's it's no, it's just, you never know what you're going to get with the guy. Yeah. Like, there's a great moment from uh, in Winnipeg. There's this thing, the Red River X, every year. It's the big festival, the big whatever. So it's a two-week-long thing. And there's live performers. And, and one of these years, it was Tom Cochran. And I was assigned to go and introduce him. Okay, cool. So I go, hey, Tom, what's going on? We're backstage. Burton comes staggering out of the trailer back there, right? It's where Tom had his beer and whatnot. Hey, he's kind of drunken. He doesn't recognize me for some reason, right? So he doesn't say anything, but he's looking at me funny with these eyeballs. He's eyeballing me. And I'm thinking, okay, is he trying to figure out who I am? Or, or is he mad that I'm here? Like, because I'm an outsider, I'm an intruder. <laughs> like, what is it? Um, and then he had a conversation with another guy. And then he came out of the trailer again, two beers deeper in, five minutes later. Shadow Davis, how are you? Good to see you. So I... I said, what, you just figured that out now? I've been standing here for a while. Well, you know, it's been a long time and blah, 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 blah. And in the meantime, Cochran said, hey, I wouldn't mind a beer. No beers left. <laughs> Fight happens between Cochran and Burton backstage. Not exactly the most comfortable moment for anybody else who happened to be back there. No doubt. Myself and a couple of, well, one other radio guy and then a friend of ours. <laughs> Needless to say, he did not bring Burton out for the encore. Uh, Burton never did get on stage that night. <laughs> 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 not even to sing one song in the set. No, he uh, he was just there visiting. When, when did he get the theater named after him? After his campaign in the 90s? That was a whole other thing. The, the Burton... Burt? The Burt, we call it the Burt, yeah, the Burton yeah. Cummings Theater. Uh, God, that would have been maybe the late 90s. He campaigned for that. Yeah, and so 
he made a deal with the city of Winnipeg, and the deal was I will play five shows at what was then the Walker Theater uh, over the course of the next 10 years. Uh, Name the thing after me, because there was a whole big thing. There was nothing in Winnipeg named after Burton at that point, right? Nothing. And so he thought there should have been. But he tried to start the campaign with somebody else, right? How can you start your own campaign? It's like giving yourself a nickname, you know? Hey, Coco the Monkey. (laughs) No, no, I'm T-Bone. You don't give yourself a nickname. You don't rally to have something named after you. I mean, how that doesn't seem very cool, does it? <laughs> but that's what happened. Um, and so, all right, we'll name this after you if you play the shows. So to date, he's played one of those shows, or maybe two, but he hasn't fulfilled the rest of it. And you would think that over the course of the last 20 years 2016 yeah but there's a guy who'll pop up and play uh, a local nightclub just by random one night right the band happens to be there and he happens to be in town and he all of a sudden he sings sits down and starts singing your backyard and my own way to rock like out of the blue there's burton cummings and it's kind of like a flash show <laughs> right <laughs> Ooh, you missed it he's gone <laughs> He's left Pop of smoke. He's yeah, exactly. So I don't know why he won't play the, the whole thing. He's got a tumultuous relationship with the city too. Weird. Still to this day. And he doesn't come back very often anymore now because his mom passed away. So he doesn't really have any reason to. He's got a house in Victoria. He lives in LA. And he does corporate gigs like last night, CMW. What do you think he got for that? I loathe to ask. Just take a guess. I don't know, 15 grand. <laughs> <laughs> no it's higher oh my god it's a thousand or a hundred thousand that's what he gets wow. yeah just to make an appearance without even playing last thing i'll bring up is maybe your tumultuous relationship with winnipeg did you not have to hire a security guard back in the day at one point you had a guy with a jacket no, or something no, i didn't have to hire <laughs> there was <laughs> no, I, I, he was a buddy. Okay, all right. <laughs> it was it, the old day. You know when you're a young man, um, you're going to get around. I was 23 years old, 24, and I'm doing a prime time radio show. In your hometown. In my hometown. And yeah, and on a huge radio station. So people knew me. I could go out to any nightclub and score. I guess you could say. Yeah. And it was a bad time. I mean, there was, it was a good time, but it was bad. Yeah. If I think about it now, like, <laughs> oh man, did we do some bad things? And there was a lot of, uh, I'm not going to call it hate, because hate's a very strong word. I will say disdain from women for me because apparently I treated them poorly, which is untrue. Never treated them poorly, just didn't want to continue seeing them right (laughs) it was she started talking a lot (laughs) (laughs) no there was not even that i wasn't looking for a relationship and i was always very clear about it right i said look i'm not looking for a relationship if you want to come back to my place tonight that's cool but i don't want a relationship that's not what i'm into right now i've got this and i've got that and that's i'm good with that and okay okay sure no problem Okay, as long as the ground rules are now set, I don't have to worry about it. Well, you do. When you see them next time, it becomes an awkward thing. And so uh, there was one night where one of these disgruntled, beautiful women threw a very, very thick bar glass at me in a, in a bar. 
and this buddy of mine who you're talking about i didn't hire him as a security <laughs> guard he we called him arms because <laughs> <laughs> he had these arms like these ape arms right and so he could keep people away from you arms we called them and arms grabbed the glass out of thin air about three inches before it hit the side of my like head like the matrix yes and i thought man if that glass had hit me then i would have been dead because it was coming right from my temple right so he grabbed the glass and saved the day and then maybe a week later a woman walked out of the crowd and, and drifted me right across the jaw uh, i remember her her name was M- michelle good looking girl a shot across the jaw what did i do to you i, I don't even think i, I had a moment with you <laughs> <laughs> like, what, did I turn you down? So that's why, I mean, back in those days. And yeah, you know, when you think about it, you can be perceived as an arrogant fuck, right? I, I think I had some times like that around 24, 25 in <laughs> Kingston too. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. And you know what? It gets amplified because you happen to be a local celebrity, yeah. like for yeah. whatever that. And people worth. want to put that image on that too. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I, Shadow Davis, uh, yeah, he slept with my girlfriend. He's an asshole. Well, no idea. And then you got guys running around using your name sometimes. That yeah. happened a little bit as well. So look if it if it happened i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't mean to uh I, I had a lot of booze and there was a lot of drugs and you know that's why it was like i didn't mean any harm i was of just course. being a young guy man yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that led to a couple of altercations over the years with certain disgruntled parties thank god for arms because you're here today <laughs> arms on the, rocked on the green room sofa <laughs> And uh, I've had a uh, a great mentorship from you over my uh, the span of my career. Yeah, we're telling so. stories here, man. It's great. I love it. Yeah, you're well, doing well. I'm very proud of what you've achieved here and you. on radio. Thank this you. This green room thing is something else. Thanks, I love buddy. it. Well, thanks for being on the show, yeah, man. It. It's great having yeah, you. It. Good to be here. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.